Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, Hello. Hello, fellow drunk accountant. Welcome to the podcast, Tim. Ah, it's good to be here, Dan. Today's a very special day in the podcast, Tim, because we're releasing something very special. Mm-hmm. Drunk coin. <laughs> <laughs> it's the two drunk uh, accountants crypto. Um, yeah. It's going to make us billions. The, at dif- least. the point of difference we're going for with drunk coin is mm. that it is completely unsecure. <laughs> so actually, it's kind of like potluck. You know, mm. bank error in your favor, Dan? Yeah. Well, that's kind of what you're hoping for with the drunk coin. Yeah. We're also hoping that it happens in our favor most of the time. I mean, <laughs> if, if we've rigged it, so that is the case. So most of the time it, it is in our favor, but it it's is not illegal. It is. Do we need like a, a license for that? Maybe a casino license or something? I'm pretty sure it's just the Wild West. Sweet. It's not, you're not gambling. This is, this, is, casino license. this is New South Wales we're talking about. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. right. All I need to do is ring the government and say, hey, I just want to bring some people in from overseas. Mm. Just real quick, gamble in my, in my crown casinos. Or we could establish ourselves in Canberra. We all know Canberra is like the Atlantis city of, uh, <laughs> of Australia. Just anything goes there. Fireworks. That's yeah, true. Your hardcore uh, comic books. Uh, True. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I don't, no? but I'll go with it. Um, and also, yeah, I guess illegal casinos. We're going to add that <laughs> to the list now. So, No, th- this is a very special episode apart from the release of Drunk Coin. Uh, it's also Decision Day. <laughs> it's massive. 2019. It's actually, we just spent the last 20 minutes just mulling this over. <laughs> and it's been a few weeks. We've been running the competition. If, so, you, if you don't know what we're talking about, this is the competition to get your slogan... On the back of our first merch. Mm. So, when should we do this, Dan? Should we do this in the beginning of the episode or is that letting everyone off too easy? We're going to wait to the end. Oh, let's tease. <laughs> yeah. That's a big old tease right there. <laughs> All right. Well, Tim, let's... Uh, what is the, the Tim, Tim and Dan Way less husky than last week. Yeah, I think we're both right. doing better. I've right. still got a bit of a cough. Have you got a cough? No. No, a little bit in the morning. Yeah. So, yeah... My Tim and Danlo Tim is I've um, uh, I finished a puzzle this week that was fun. Um, what else what going on it? in my in my life? Oh, what? Kat Kat and I have been getting up. I don't know if I said this last week. Every morning mm. at sun uh, mm-hmm. before sunrise, making it up to the the local lookout mm-hmm. and watching the sunrise over over the wow. ocean. That's really nice. Um, over the past two days, there's been cloudless days. And I don't know if I've, if I showed you this. Oh, my phone's you did. dead. You did. Showed you the picture. Uh, pretty stunning. Yeah. We live in a nice place. We do. We live in a nice place when you take lucky. the time to appreciate what's around you. Sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That's a good one. How's your Tim and Dan though? Uh, Tim and Dan though, just settling back from holidays. It uh, gives you time to, uh, I guess, take a step back and look at the way you were doing things. And make some changes. Um, so the first change is I am resigning from the podcast. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Oh, people were cheering then. Too. <laughs> yeah. Yes, finally, more Dan. Yeah, you didn't seem more upset Dan. or shocked at all there, Dan. Because um, I've been systematically bullying you <laughs> and working you out of the podcast, gaslighting me. Exactly. Um, yeah, but uh, so that's been nice. I've changed a few of my habits and routines. 
Um, one thing that Jade and I are thinking about doing is setting up the old home gym. And I know a lot of people like do that. And mm. I've always like ebbed and erred on this because um, I'm never really sure if it works. Mm. Because get something about the gym is it gets you out. And you're yeah. at the gym and you can't just cancel the workout halfway through. You're like, well, I'm here. I got to finish this bad boy. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. I got to pump this pump this lead. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're at home, I mean, you're halfway through, you could probably just go cook some popcorn and flick a movie on, right? Yeah, and that's absolutely really what happens. To. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> out of your, uh, your in your first set of push ups of ten, yeah, just off of five, uh, I'm too old for this shit. And yeah. Go sit on the couch. So uh, I, I can <laughs> watch some Bachelor. As you'd imagine, Tim, I, I've been I've been a victim of the home gym um, ah. several times. In fact. <laughs> When I lived, I remember old Dan. When I lived at uh, <laughs> uh, Kensington, I uh, I had a home gym there. Yeah. When I lived at the Caddy Shack, um, Macca and mm. I had set up several home gyms yeah. with various equipments. Old Dan was getting rid of no new Dan was getting rid of old Dan with yeah. the home gym. It was a trick. But all you had was a chin-up bar. That's not true. No, this is before <laughs> the chin-up bar. All right. So really? before the chin-up bar, we had a medicine ball, some dumbbells, and a stationary bike. <laughs> <laughs> the barely the stationary bike was so shit. Yeah, we also had a. Macca tried to offload it on me. <laughs> he did. I think he did. I had to get rid of it in like my roadside uh, curb pickup. Brilliant. Um, we also had a um, a midnight runners group, which is where we go running oh, after yes. work, which was dark. So as you can tell, it didn't even last one winter. <laughs> um, and so we've done this many times. It, it works if you're dedicated, but as you said. I've found that I need to go out to, yeah. to work harder. Yeah. Um, like you definitely have a few good workouts. You might go oh, a few weeks. Yeah. You're killing it. Yeah. How good's this? And then and then you know Survivor starts. Yeah. You get home from work at six. Yeah. You're tired. You want to cook dinner. Yeah. But it is a good idea. Well, you, should, you should try it. I'll keep you guys posted. Um, we'll call it gym date. We've worked out. We can definitely between Jade and I and our gym memberships within a year. We'll pay back the equipment. That mm. we're going to buy, Absolutely. which will be definitely some good equipment. Like it's going to be a half rack, mm. um, and yeah, so and a bench, um, a bunch of plates, some dumbbells. Are you putting it in the long room? We're going to put it in the garage. Oh, clean out sense. the garage. There's also an incentive to clean out the garage. So. Mm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So, I might drive past your house one day and the door will be half up and you'll be sitting there doing some yeah, bench presses. Yeah, I'll be staring out <laughs> intently, like doing bicep curls. That's great. Yeah. That's good times. All right, that's good, Tim, down there. You can buy some tickets to the, to the gun show. To the show. gun show. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny, Tim. Uh, all right. Have you uh, got a business update for yeah, me? Business update time. Um, so... Actually, yeah, I've got a really good one this week. Hmm. I'm going to say I did have one, but I just thought of another one. Okay. Um, it is the business of reality TV shows. Mm. It just fascinates me. It does fascinate God, me. It's fascinating. Mm. So, we're sitting up there at the Remarks stand mm-hmm. uh, because we're locals. We call it the Remarks. Remarks. And, um, I think you said this last week that you, you, you saw the, it being filmed. I saw it being filmed. Yeah. Now, what I want to know is, mm. what are the numbers? Like, I would love to know the dollars mm. that make up that reality TV show. It'd be millions. Yeah. Because they're paying the the uh, the talent, mm-hmm. in inverted commas. Yeah. Then there's about 40 crew mm. and staff on the day. That's let alone editing and things like that after and mm. marketing and, mm-hmm. uh, and production. Um, and then 
there's a lot of food and drink. So there was mm. about five or six bottles of Maui, for mm. example, on the table. Yeah. They had an ice sculpture, mm-hmm. which they're all doing shots out of. Yep. Um, and the equipment, they had like six large cameras. I don't know if they rent that sort of stuff. So here's here's how I think it works. Um, yep. So obviously they've got six cameras, but they've probably got six cameramen, mm. each with a sound guy, an assistant camera. They've got a director. They've got mm. producers, probably three of them sitting there. Yep. Um, then there's you know, first ADs controlling the schedule and they've got all this. Mm. There's probably 20 staff, not all of them you would have seen. Yep. Um, there. Absolutely. And yeah, you're right. Like three of the producers or yeah. whoever they were, mm. they were sitting on the table behind us. Yeah. They were talking. Yeah. And um, they were talking to us and yeah. they were, I could hear them saying, oh, we won't even get back to the house until 7.30 and then we got we to pack everything up and... yeah. So then there's so there's all that and then the talent in inverted commas. Yeah. Um so depending on the kind of show, so I know that um like Survivor, Big mm. Brother, those kind of things, every contestant gets paid for the time that they're there. Wow. But it's like minimum wage. Yeah, okay. They get paid nothing. Yeah. But on the bachelor, the bachelor bit. gets yeah. paid a lot, really? but all the rest of the contestants get paid like not okay. much. Okay. Okay. So if it's a show like you're talking, like your ex on the beach or on yeah. the slopes or whatever, yeah. they're all probably paid a fair bit yeah. because they're all little stars in their own right. Definitely. So that would be an expensive show to make, I'd imagine. Yeah, and um, I guess, yeah, I guess, I guess, I just think I, you see so many of these shows on TV, um, so there must be profits in it. Mm. So yeah, um, my business update is when you're enjoying your Survivor mm. or your um, Bachelor, mm. just think about. Some of the costs and mm. the profits, the income and the expenses. I wonder how much making these shows. I wonder how much stuff they get for free, like those bottles of Moe. Oh yeah, true. They're probably free. Mm. It's so true. I mean, mm. they drive the specific cars around. Yeah. They all wear it, clothes. They're at the remarks. Yeah, remarks would definitely be potentially paying them to yeah. even do it there. Those ice sculptures and stuff. That's, that's probably it. included. You're just gonna be nifty. Yeah, nifty and get some good deals going. That's right. That's a good one. Bow, 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 bow. It's yeah. 10 minutes. Main topic time. 10 minutes. Oh, no. We've got the uh, Tim's Tartar step. Oh, okay. Which I hear you're hijacking from, from me this week, Dan. Dan's dollar savers. I love it. Love I'm in it. it. I'm in it. You're on the bus. So, I was sitting down. Um, Come be tight with me. Yeah. I, I was sitting down <laughs> <coughs> sitting down over the weekend with my grandpa. Yeah. Uh, we were having a lovely dinner up at uh, Quinda Waters. Yeah. That's where he, where, nice he, spot. where he is. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, having a feed and having a drink of wine. And I was drinking a, a, a lovely, um, uh, what's the Audrey Wilkinson? Moscato. Moscato. Yeah. Right. Delicious drop. Right? <laughs> Dan loves his Cosmos and Moscatos. Delicious drop. Yep. And Katrina and I were sitting there having having a, a couple of glasses. Or is it Rosé? No, it's a Moscato we had. Okay. They okay. do do Rosé yeah. as well, I think. Yeah. Yep. But th- this is a winery up in the Hunter Valley. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a great, great vineyard. Great yeah. vineyard. And Lovely. so we're talking to, to Grandpa because... Grandpa loves the drop, right? He loves wine, <laughs> knows everything about it. Yep. Um, and he and I said, oh, we should we should organize a family trip with all, you know mm-hmm. all my local relatives. We should just go to the hunter together, and you know they're they're a rowdy bunch. Yeah. And um, Grandpa said that's a great idea, but when we go, you don't buy any wine. <laughs> I said, why is that? He said, you buy it when you get back. <laughs> why? Why? Is said, it cheaper? I said, why is that? He said, more often than not. Go to Dan Murphy's. Cheaper. They're selling the same drink. Cheaper. No way. I said, that is mind blown. I would have assumed it's cheaper at the vineyard. 
He doesn't wow. think it, he doesn't think that's the case. Wow. Every time I've been on a wine tour, I've bought a bottle. That's really interesting. But yeah, Jade and I always buy bottles on the wine. You can't tours. always buy them at the vineyard though. I'm sorry. At Dan's. At other places. Yeah. Um, sometimes they're only available yeah. like select little places. I agree. Um, I agree. I agree. Or, or they might have a specific little drink like uh, Kat went to a, a wine tour recently. Mm. Jade was there. Yep. And she brought home this like mango vodka mm. at a distillery that they went to. Okay. And it tastes like uh, Pasito. Yeah. Which is strange because it's mango. <laughs> What's Pasito? It's like passion fruit soft drink. Oh. Right? Okay. T- like by itself, straight up, just Whoa. tastes like pasito. And it's delicious. Vodka. Vodka. Oh, yeah. um, you wouldn't be able to buy that anywhere else but that distillery. Yeah. Yeah. But grandpa thinks. Tight ass tip. Grandpa's. <laughs> I like it. Well, I can't think of a G word that reminds me of money that's. Um, anyway, Dan's dollar savers is. Yeah. Do your research before you go. Love it. Know where, what wine you go right. to. Know what places sell them in other shops. Yes. See what the prices are. When you get there, you're going to know, hey, they're yeah. offering me this special today, yeah. this $20 bottle of uh, Moscato that I can get for 15 Wow! at Dan Murphy's Love or it. one of the other places. Love it, Dan. I actually just learned something mm. and I'm going to add that to my repertoire. I'm now, before I buy a mm. bottle at a vineyard on a tasting day, mm. I'm going to check if it's at Dan Murphy's. Yeah. In saying that, he could be completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but do your research. <laughs> do your research. Which is... It's kind of the theme to Tim's yeah. Tardust Tips. Yeah, it's kind of like Tardust Tips are mm. sort of being knowing in mm. advance. Things. It's either do your research or deprive your dog of food. <laughs> <laughs> I feed her all the good cheap meat sticks from Coles <laughs> that only cost $4. Yeah, Give so that's terrible gas though. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, she did fart once when she was here. It stank your <laughs> office that one time. Um, all right. Nice. Thanks, Dan. That was a good one. <laughs> Main topic. So today's topic is one. Now, here's a little bit of a too drunk law, a little bit of history <laughs> that happened here. Definitely. The very first episode we ever recorded of the Two Drunk Accountants was a like a over an hour long episode. Yeah. On cryptocurrencies. No structure. Zero structure. We dove in. No, there was, fun. no fun. There was no fun. It was just content, content, content. Yeah. Um. There was. You know, none of our happy segments, no other things. There no. was, there was no, uh, yeah. no Tim's tight ass tips, <laughs> yeah. no Tim and Dan low, no uh, Andrew's anecdotes. Definitely no Andrew's anecdotes. Oh. Got to bring that back. I know. Yeah, I miss them. <laughs> no, no pong date. That's another one we haven't oh. had in a while. This the segments of. Uh, I feel like we're doing podcast. A, I past. feel like we're doing a flashback. So like a, a good old friends like flashback. So, so you can imagine us sitting here. We have got these little. Terrible microphones. That we, I think they might actually mean in these ones. Yeah, think, well, maybe these was. are the second ones. I don't know. But we sat down. We didn't have all the recording equipment that we have now. We had other things. And, and we just sat there and we spoke for a, a fair while on cryptocurrencies. And no, I think we went out pretty well is what we said afterwards. And <laughs> Maybe one day we'll release it. It probably. was never released. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so When we release our B-Sides album, that'll be on Exactly. There. So, you know, roughly 60 episodes later, over a year later, oh we're back. God. Yeah, we're about to talk about crypto. Well, I don't come. know why it took this long. Yeah, we've kind of missed the crypto phase, but I think, I think what we have yeah. hit is the crypto compliance headache phase. Yeah, so I suppose a lot of people are just probably needing to deal with the crypto exactly. consequences now. Exactly. So it's kind of timely now from a tax sense. It's timely now. <laughs> so what we're going to be doing today is not talking about should you invest in crypto. It's not advice about which crypto is about to go up. We're not even going to explain what it is. We're not even going to explain what it is. That's the mistake we made in the first one. <laughs> what, what we're going to do is 
just explain how it's treated in uh, your tax return or in your business. Exactly. Uh, so, structuring this. Mm-hmm. First up. What is cryptocurrency? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, how do you treat cryptocurrency personally? This is you individually. Um, there's a lot of people out there who heard about this thing called Bitcoin mm-hmm. um, or drunk coin and got out there, invested <laughs> heaps of money up front and made a stack of money on it. Like, they, you know, yeah. they, they put $5,000 into it mm. and it went up 20, you know, 20 times yeah. and suddenly they've got a hundred grand or more, you know. It was hectic. We actually knew people. I know who, people who did this. We knew people. We had clients who quit their job. Yep. Uh, we had friends who... Yeah, all of a sudden had like a house deposit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it was pretty hectic. It was hectic. And so, yeah, there's definitely some tax consequences there for people that uh, benefited from that game. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to get into some of the myths that you're going to hear about this. More often than not, there's this $10,000 mm. amount. We're going to get into that. But essentially, a cryptocurrency for tax purposes is mm. treated like any other investment. You buy it, mm-hmm. it goes up in value, you sell it, you've made a gain. The same kind of gain you make in the capital gains episode we did recently. Yeah, and so I guess the tricky thing about that, Dan, <clears throat> is that doesn't really happen for other currencies potentially. So let's say you, you bought yeah, $1,000 US, right? And then all of a sudden <laughs> the Australian dollar plummeted and yeah. it's now worth double what you bought it for. Yeah. And you went over to America and you spent it. Or even you just used it in Australia for some yeah. reason. You're not going to get taxed on that. Well, they're not going to really ever know that that happened. Yeah. But, but technically, that is income that you would normally have to pay tax on. But most people wouldn't. Yeah. But not, not you know... Not you, if you're using it in like a personal... Yeah. You, your everyday person isn't, isn't buying US dollars as an investment. Yeah. Um, they might. But yeah. a lot more people are buying... Your cryptos. And it's not subject to so much change like a cryptocurrency. Exactly. It's not as volatile. But yeah. And I, I, so I guess that's why the ATO is a bit more particular with the cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why, you know, that $10,000 myth does kind of exist. Yeah. So w- what I might do is well, maybe we'll dive into that part first. So what is this $10,000 amount that we're talking? So there was big rumors that kind of went out that said, hey, I made several thousand dollars on this but mm. you know if it's under ten thousand dollars yeah right don't have to pay tax on it. i don't have to pay tax on it so if, if i get as long elect- as i buy my goods with it yeah so if i get an electrician in to uh do some work in my house and i pay them five thousand dollars from the crypto gains yeah. that i've made yeah um then i don't have to pay tax on that yeah it's no tax because on it's well i've spent it use. it's a personal use item it's like a foreign currency Exactly right. It's exactly like that US dollar. Mm. That's where I think it's tricky mm. because probably would have been fine if it was mm. US dollars uh, and there was a small amount of gain there. But mm. because the Bitcoin went up so substantially, mm. it's not fine anymore. And the ATO is mm-hmm. is watching for it. So, so there's a little bit of a trick with this. So most people assume as long as it's under 10,000, it is then a personal use asset. The answer to that is no, it's not. Mm-hmm. What determines if it's a personal and and this is different because normally if you've got a boat or some other asset that's worth more than ten thousand dollars that asset when you sell it could be subject to capital gains and that's where this ten thousand dollar rule comes into anything below ten thousand dollars 
um, you know, as long as it's personal use is disregarded. Anything yeah. above ten thousand dollars, well, that's when people get caught up in this. Yeah. So it's the same thing with the cryptocurrencies, but it's more a question of whether or not it is personal use, and mm. just eventually spending it doesn't mean that it's personal use. Especially if you held it for a long period of time. Yeah, so the, they've released, the ATO have released some guidance on this. It's still a little bit wishy-washy, but essentially it's, um, if you, you know, get a, some crypto, you buy some Bitcoin um, in a short period of time, you then use that Bitcoin to buy something, um, that is more likely to be personal use. So if I wanted to go buy a, um, a, a chair... <laughs> Whatever. Buy your computer contents back. <laughs> buy my computer contents back. And that hacker only told me that he accepts Bitcoin. Yeah. So today I go buy $10,000 worth of Bitcoin and I transfer him that Bitcoin. Well, that is personal use. Definitely. That's what personal if you, use. What if you bought it on day one and then it turned into 20000 worth and paid it on day five? Yeah. <coughs> so this is the next part. It all comes down to intention. Yeah which you can kind of lie about, I guess. It's a hard one to quantify. Well, here's the thing though. It's not like you're getting more Bitcoin, right? Yeah. And so as long as you're paying in Bitcoin, then the price probably shouldn't have changed at all. Depending on, yeah, fluctuations in currencies mm. and things. Mm. Um, so if it's held for some time um, and only a small portion of those value of your Bitcoin, because you've bought five grand worth of Bitcoin, um, it goes up a couple thousand, ends up being worth seven. Um, you then buy some things with it eventually because you've heard about this $10,000 rule. Mm. Well, if you bought it with the intention for it to go up and you held it for some time, a few months, a year, mm -hmm. before you decided to then buy personal assets with it, yep. that's still a capital gain. Yep. Um, so it really comes down to initial intention. Yeah. If you bought $500 worth with the intention of it being... Spending money. Spending money, well then personal use, don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. If you bought $20,000 with the intention of it being personal use, that is a capital gain because it's above $10,000. Yes. Yeah. Um, if you buy $500 worth of crypto with the intention of it being an investment and going up... That's still a capital gain. That's still a capital gain. So, the $10,000 rule only applies if it is personal use mm. and below $10,000. So, um, I guess... To read between the lines there, mm -hmm. if I'm someone who have has cryptocurrency, mm -hmm. I bought it six to 12 months ago Yep. and potentially it's gone up in value and I'm going to make a gain on it. Yep. It looks like I will probably have to pay tax on that. You'll have to declare that. And the issue is, is that most people go, well, they're, gonna, they're not going to know. No one's going to know. They will. They will. <laughs> All the big coin exchanges now have to report these things. It's mandatory. To the ATO. Yep. The ATO, know, the ATO are going to know that... They might not Tim know Garth. right now, but yeah. they will know soon. And they'll backdate it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So, um, there's another. There's a few other things to consider here. If you exchange one cryptocurrency for another, mm. you are essentially selling an asset mm. and buying a new one. Yeah. So, you've made a gain or a loss in that first one and mm. you've bought a new one. I guess that's interesting. So, the best way to think about this is Pretend value the gain of that. We'll, we'll replace the word cryptocurrency with shares. Yeah. You and can't it, trade shares for shares. Yeah, but it's the same kind of thing. If you're selling one share and buying another share. In this mm -hmm. one, you are selling a cryptocurrency and the gain is in Australian dollars at that time. Okay, so whatever the cryptocurrency is worth at, at that, that day, time when you sell it in is, Australian dollars. Is what gain say. or loss you've made. 
Okay. And then you buy another cryptocurrency wow. for that value. Wow. So you could actually, if you really knew your cryptos mm. and you're a good investor, mm. you could make a loss on crypto one. Oh, well, no, you wouldn't have because you've made a gain anyway. But yeah. minimize your loss mm-hmm. on crypto one when it's worth less for mm-hmm. Australian dollars and get on something before it's gone up in Australian dollars mm-hmm. and then potentially, um, I suppose get some tax advantage there yeah i mean but then the next one's going to be undervalued yeah so it's it's, it's interesting and, and, and you've kind of moved into another territory here tim mm. so there's this thing that the ato have around shares let's go back to shares now if you buy some shares and you hold them for an investment and then at some time later you sell them even you can go then buy some more shares you might ha- you might have a small portfolio mm-hmm. that's fine but if you're every day buying and selling shares you're no longer an investor. You're in the business. You're in the business of share trading. Yep. They've applied the exact same rules uh-huh. to cryptos. Mm. So if you're buying and selling every day with the intent of making a profit, mm. you're now treating those items as stock. Yeah. You might have to register for GST even. <laughs> so what happens there is, is you're no longer making capital gains and applying capital gain rulings. You're making profit. You're making income. So, the total amount is taxable from that point. There's no concessions for capital gains at that time. Mm -hmm. So, that's another thing to consider. And and it's all about the nature of what you're doing. If if you're researching this a lot, you're spending every day buying and selling. You your job to focus your time and efforts on it. You You are now running a business. You have fairly good records keeping. Correct. Mm -hmm. You are now running a crypto business of buying and selling cryptos. And that is no longer an asset that you're selling. It is stock. Mm-hmm. And you're making an income on the gain. Now, I just thought of something else, Dan. Yeah. The ATO doesn't allow you to carry forward losses on personal use items. Yes, correct. They do not allow you to carry forward losses. Is that potentially a disadvantage for people who have bought cryptocurrency and made losses? So, what they say, um, all capital losses you make on a personal use asset are disregarded. So, it's only if it is a personal use asset in that classification, mm. the losses are disregarded. Okay. So that would be if you've bought some crypto with the intent of paying that hacker who stole your data. Yeah. And, and in the day that loss. you bought it versus the next day that you sell it and you've made a loss, you don't carry forward that yep. loss. Yep. Um, but if it was bought with the intent of investing, so you yeah. bought $5,000 worth of crypto and you held it for a year it's and now it's worth two and a half, use. you can carry forward that loss. Yeah, beautiful. Carry it forward. Well, there's an advantage. I actually do think some people would have made losses mm. on this. So if you have, if you're one of those people... Put it in your tax return. Carry it forward. Because you can carry that yeah. capital loss forward. If you have, you, you seem like you're the sort of person that's an investor. <laughs> if you've bought the cryptocurrency, you took yep. a risk. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um, if you made that loss and you're taking more risks in the future with other investments that might come off, mm-hmm. carry the loss forward. That's right. So the next couple of things to consider um, are using your crypto in your business. So this is very mm. different to being a personal investor. Yeah. who's buying crypto, hoping that they're going to skyrocket again. Um, this is, you're running a business, the Two Drunk Accountants business, yeah. and we're buying and selling things and accepting and paying people in crypto. On Drunk Coin. On, on, on Drunk Coin. Yeah, yeah that's, which, how we, that's how we're going to buy our shirt. That's exactly. <laughs> not, <laughs> not only do you get a shirt, but you're going to get a Drunk Coin, <laughs> which could be worth millions. <laughs> It'll actually put you in debt to us, <laughs> roughly to the value of the shirt. 
so yeah, so this is what it is. And they have the ATO have some interesting rules around it. It's actually slight, treated slightly different for a if you're selling something and receiving mm. cryptocurrency to if you're buying something and paying cryptocurrency. Yeah. So hang in here with me because it does get a little bit complicated. Yeah. So if you sell something, so the two drunk accountants business are selling merch. Yep. On available soon. <laughs> and and we sell a shirt to you and we say, All right, that's worth one Bitcoin. It's a bloody expensive shirt. Yeah. Um and you pay that to us and we give you the shirt. We've received a Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. The income that we have to declare and the GST is all calculated based on the Australian dollar value of that Bitcoin at the time of that transaction. Cool. So that Bitcoin could be worth $5,000 yep. at that point. Mm-hmm. So we've received $5,000 worth of income. So the tricky part, I guess, <clears throat> the tricky part there would be you might be a business and you might also have an Australian dollar price. Yes. And so your Australian dollar price might be different to your crypto $2,000. Yeah. And your crypto price might be one Bitcoin. Yeah. Which is like, as you just said, yeah. was valued at $5,000 on that day. Yep. So the business, if it received a Bitcoin, mm-hmm. would have to take up that sale as $5,000. value of $5,000. Correct. Even if, you know, that Bitcoin's then fluctuating up and down all over the place. At that day, that's, that's how much you include. You know what a Bitcoin's worth at the moment, Dan? I'm going to say $9,000. $17,300. Wow, it went back up. It went back up. It was all the way down at like two. Was it really? Yeah, it, it went up to like above 20 and then dropped all the way down to two. Yeah, I can see it come down here to 4800 in January and Maybe it was 4000 then, yeah. But still now it's seventeen. It's pretty good. Should have jumped on that bandwagon back then. Should have. <laughs> um, so... The other part of this is if you're buying something, which which is the confusing part. So, a purchase in a business um, when using cryptocurrency, um, you're entitled to a deduction based on the market value of the item, not on the exchange rate of that crypto at that mm. time. So, you could spend a Bitcoin buying a shirt for $5,000 mm-hmm. and you're like, great. It's a $5,000 deduction. I bought some stock. Mm. But if the market value of that shirt at that time is only $2,000, you're only entitled to a claim of $2,000. Man, that sucks so bad for that business that Mm. just accepted the $5,000 sale for one Bitcoin and then goes to spend that on other stock, Mm -hmm. which they can only take up up an expense for Mm. in the Australian dollar uh, market value. That really sucks for them. Yeah, so so it's... when you're receiving Bitcoin, it's the value of the coin at that time. When you're spending Bitcoin, it's the market value, value of, the, of the product. They because, consider it bartering. Because it's essentially, <coughs> the Bitcoin is probably going to be charged at a higher rate for things because of the yeah. risk associated with it. So, you're going to want a bit That's more right. Bitcoin mm. um, than the market value. Mm. So, you're going to lose out. Basically, if you're mm. a business trading in Bitcoin, mm. you might lose out unless mm. you're just going to stockpile that Bitcoin. You might and lose yep. That's right. And hope that it goes up in value. Um, so, going through here. Um, so, the next thing to consider is some people want to have their wages paid in cryptocurrencies. How's that treated for tax purposes, Tim? They might ask for a specific wow. thing. So, I can tell you. Mm-hmm. It's two ways. Okay. The first way. If they're earning a wage, but then they salary sacrifice some portion of that mm-hmm. for a Bitcoin, mm-hmm. that's a fringe benefit a property fringe benefit. Mm-hmm. So, that's added to your tax return. 
your company that pays you is going to be paying fringe benefits tax on it. Yeah. Um, it's a fringe benefit. Fair enough. Same as if you're buying anything. Yeah. With that. Um, however, in the absence of the salary sacrifice agreement, um, the employee is considered to have derived the normal salary or wages, uh, and their employer will need to meet their pay as you go obligations on the Australian dollar value of the crypto it pays to the employee. Right. So, hmm. if you get $1,000 a week in a wage, yeah. um, and that equates to point, what, 17, yeah. <laughs> 117th of a Bitcoin, yeah. um, well then at that date, the Bitcoin is worth $1,000 and that's what you then think about the tax withheld. Mm. Um, so, it gets kind of complicated. Yeah. Basically, just pay someone in Australian dollars and get them to buy their own damn Bitcoin. <laughs> I would love to know if anyone out there has experienced someone who gets paid in Bitcoin yeah. for wages. Well, he, here's what I could... This is the situation I could think of happen. There's been some business or some guy runs a business or girl um, invested a crap load in cryptos, <laughs> right? And now wants to use yeah, them in yeah. the business because they've got all this stuff yeah. and it went down in value. Or they're probably cheering now, but for a time, it probably tanked down to... Yeah. They don't have the cash because they put it all in this damn Bitcoin yeah. um, that was worth 20 and is now worth four. So they're turning around to their employees and saying, hey, I'll pay you 0.1 of a Bitcoin for this yeah. week's wage. And the employee goes, yeah, sounds good. Yep. They're that laughing. Would be, that would be the scenario. Yeah. They're laughing now because it's worth 17, 17 times more that. Wow. We finally had a crystal ball, eh, Dan? Mm-hmm. So... That's an interesting an interesting part of this. So yeah. the other thing I want to mention is something that we did talk about on the forgotten episode is that um, <laughs> just the inherent risk of having that kind of currency in your business right now. Yeah, is that it does fluctuate so much up yeah. and down, up and down. And there's not just Bitcoin. There's Power Coin and there's mm. Tron Coin and there's yeah. four hundred thousand different types of of coins here hmm. um, and the risk is that that could collapse it could go down you might lose yeah. um, it's very volatile it's not like a normal currency that stays pretty straight yep. most of the time it goes up and down a bit but generally it's about the same um, yep that might not always be the case mm-hmm. we might get to a point where Bitcoin is the accepted currency uh, Facebook is releasing a, a coin Libra Libra which looks like it's going to be like a pretty generic standard coin that is accepted everywhere kind of thing. Wow. That's their big hope that just everyone uses it on the internet. Hectic. Um, and that could be fairly steady. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I tend to think about the practicalities too, Dan. Mm. If you're in business, then how are you going to account for it with your bookkeeping on yeah. a day-to-day basis? It's, it's going to be a nightmare. Um, so, and the value at which you're receiving things in the morning is going to be different than the value at which you receive things in the afternoon. That's, so. what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. It, one day it might be stable mm. and at that point, it might be worth using it yeah. in your business. Right now, I would be concerned about the risk. I would only use it if, you know, we found examples where cryptocurrency was more a practical use because mm. it was secure um, and it was a trading mechanism. Yep. So that's really the only reason I'd be using it in my business. If yep. it was, if I needed the security and it related somehow to mm. say what we were talking about, like um, the, the off the grid power solution for communities and yep. stuff like that, whatever yep. that was called. Yeah, um, PowerCoin, I think. PowerCoin, yeah. Mm. So um, 
that's really the only reason I could see me being a business using yeah. uh, um, crypto. Exactly. <coughs> um, obviously, that can change. Hmm. If it ever does, we'll, we'll let you know. We'll give it the tick of approval. Yeah. Um, but uh, right now, I think it's it's in the land of cowboys and um, and and robbers. I think this, it's still not easy to cash that in either the cryptos. Mm. Um, yeah, it's very risky still. Mm. Um, trying to trade your cryptos for, dare I say, real currency. <laughs> yeah, the, the, there are there are exchanges. There's like a there's there are fees, b- big ones, and there's fees that they charge you. Um, you do hear of the odd person getting hacked and losing losing their, their losing their coin. Also, you hear of the odd person who used to play Habbo Hotel on the internet, and uh, apparently the currency in Habbo Hotel was Bitcoin. <laughs> but it was before anyone knew Bitcoin. Wow. And um, so they had this stack of Bitcoin. Wow. And then... Uh, now they don't even realize... That they've lost it. They don't know where it is. They don't know how to access oh, it. Oh, because it's so, cu- so secure. Yeah, and, and they might have like, I don't know, 20 Bitcoin Imagine. sitting somewhere that's worth 17 grand a coin. From Habbo Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> because they, <laughs> they bought a lounge suite on Habbo Hotel. Oh, that's so For their good. fake apartment. That's so good. <laughs> All right, <laughs> uh, Dan, I think we're running out of time. You're right. We, we've, we've gone over time here. Um, yeah. Do you have another thing this week? An other thing, yeah. My other thing is uh, skiing technology. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Tim. What? The competition. No, I know. That's why I said we're running out of time. All oh, right. All right. Quickly, do your other thing. Let's get this out of the way. <laughs> My other thing this week's the competition. <laughs> Let's go straight into the competition, Dan. All right. It's the moment we've all been waiting for, really. Let's who, be honest. Who wins? <sighs> so, what we've done is we've narrowed it down to three of our favorites. Mm-hmm. Three of our favorites. We had a lot of entrants, both Facebook and, and on Instagram and over several posts. A lot of people wrote some good ones. There's some honorable mentions. Yeah. Um, we mentioned a lot last week. Since then, we've had a few good ones like this, uh, these podcasts are making me thirsty. Yeah, that deserves I a good love mention. That. Yeah, that was a that was close. Um, Lynn wrote back to us about the double entry, saying that she's probably in the maybe pile. I'd imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I love double entry. Yeah, yes. Yes. we had um, we had a whole bunch of entrants that that happened. There's some good ones around debits and credits, which, funnily enough, came from either one of our partners. I know <laughs> it was weird. It was like they both disgusted and decided to enter. Uh, I did like Jade's. What what was it about? Um, Intoxication. Yeah. Intoxication was a- the accountaholic. Well, it wasn't technically Jade. It was the uh, diary of a daydreamer. Yes, <laughs> Jade's pseudonym. Uh, so yeah, there were some good ones like that. Um, we 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 did enjoy um, Michael on the streets um, entry, which was let's get fiscal. Mm-hmm. But then we realized that it was fairly Common. widely used. Yeah. So uh, in other words, um, you're basic. <laughs> That's, that seems like a harsh thing to say for a competition entrant. No, he's but, basic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> You're basic. Michael on the street. You're basic. You're basic. Uh, oh, yeah, basic. Also, we really liked um, Nike in the office. His, yeah, Nike. His, uh, his honorable mention. Honorable Nike. mention was uh, Calculator. Just calculator, on the back of our yeah. He didn't uh, actually He enter. didn't submit it. I know. So, he can't win. I know. Plus, it might be a bit bad if we just give someone in our office a shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, nah, that doesn't work. Yeah, I, mean, so, I, I was happy about the postage <laughs> costs on that one. Then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, 
they're going to cover the costs. It's sending it COD. Now, one exciting thing. <laughs> if you do end up winning this award, this prestigious award, mm. um, we're going to give you a call next week on the show. Yes. If you're, if you're if up, you for up for it. it. We'll give you a call and we just... Well, maybe we'll even call you before you get the shirt and then after you get the shirt and yeah. just see, you know, how it fits. Yep. If you're wearing it a lot. Yeah. I'm interested to see how it fits considering it's going to be one size fits all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're wearing it as a nightgown. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Or, uh, what we want though is definitely for you to wear the shirt and blast it across everywhere. Uh, social yeah. medias, yeah. everywhere. For sure. Um, oh, we also got one that was uh, an entrant that was in too late. What was it? Um, where was it? What, did it just come in? Yeah, came in. Came in just before the podcast. But, you know, too late. Too late. Where is it? That's gone. I can't find it. It's that late. Can't is it on Instagram? It. I think so. It was. We, we mentioned it. Oh, that's right. Uh, alcohol required for this accrual world. Ah, oh, it is a good one. It is a good we one. We did. We really did like that. We liked it. Oh. Accrual world. It was a good one. Well done. Well done yeah. to you. Honorable mention to you. Uh, so, we've narrowed it down to three. Uh, and what we're going to do is debate this <laughs> live on the podcast, <laughs> the merits of each one. So, Tim, uh, the first one we've got, Life O' The Party. Yeah, Life O' The Party. Um, that's, that's Alicia Pierce. Yeah, so um, I could definitely see that on the back of a shirt. Yeah. It's a great pun. It's a great pun. It makes you chuckle. Yeah. Um, and accountants especially will enjoy that one. Yeah. We're going to be at Xerocon wearing this shirt, interviewing people. And I feel like a lot of people at Xerocon would appreciate that shirt. Now, I think that fits for accountants. But the one drawback of that is we're not really targeted at accountants with this podcast. We tend to attract them. It's true. But it's true. we want to speak to small business owners. Mm-hmm. So, would our main audience appreciate it, Dan? I don't know. I don't know. I know we would and I know Xerocon would, but I don't know if anyone else would. But okay. also, is this shirt mainly for Xerocon? Yes. So, that's... That's, that's strong. That's, that's possible that's strong. entrant uh, number one. The force is strong. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tim, what's the second entrant here? All right. So, uh, let's, let's flip over to uh, William James. William James. William. Um, beers in the street. Excel in the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> so I was even thinking, it sounds a little, even a little bit better if you say beer in the streets, Excel in the sheets. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah, with the S. You need the S. And what would be cool here, Dan, mm. we we're saying is we could cross out beer mm. for you and put Cosmos mm. underneath it. I was just thinking just replace the word beers with Cosmos. But yeah, you could do that too. Um, so we could have... We we even discussed, you know, one shirt, mine saying Cosmos in the streets and yours saying beers yeah. in the streets. And our winner, Bill, could choose which one he wanted. He could actually choose. He could choose. Mm. Um, I like it. Is it too vulgar though? That's what we're worried about. Can we be interviewing guests who have agreed to stake their reputation already by coming on the Two Drunk Accountants podcast mm. and sitting there with two guys with a shirt that says... Cosmos in the streets, Excel in the sheets. <laughs> My only fear is that it would be seen to be like sexist or, or like mm. politically incorrect in some way. Yeah. I think, I don't think it would be though. Mm. It's and a concern. It's a concern, but like at the same time, Dan, mm. we're not here to be politically correct per se. Mm. We are an illicit podcast. I mean, explicit Ex- podcast. Illicit. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, a little uh, yeah, it's Freudian, a Freudian slip. slip. There. <laughs> we're an explicit podcast. We are an explicit podcast, isn't and it? we're proud of that. Mm. Yes, the so e, makes us different. The e in our podcast is illicit. <laughs> anyway, oh my god, uh, <laughs> that's shocking. <laughs> so that's a good one. Mm. It's the second out of three. Now, if your name happens to be Alicia Pierce, <laughs> Alicia Pierce, yeah, um, you're gonna be you're gonna feel very happy because you've got a two out of three chance right now to win. <laughs> I mean, she did enter about eight times. Yeah, that's, that's true. We didn't say there was any limit on the number There's of no entries. There's no limit. There's no limit. So, um, well, some people had double. Double entries, Tim. Sure. <laughs> shout, out to, uh, shout out to Lynn. Yeah, um, that was a good one. So, unqualified opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's not laugh out loud funny, but when you think about it, it gets it's funnier. pretty good. <laughs> It's pretty good. Yeah. See, the, the funny thing is, so for all those who, who haven't had any experience in, in, in the audit or accounting world, a qualified opinion is not what you want yeah. if you're being audited. Mm-hmm. Because a qualified opinion means they've qualified their opinion based on something that's not right. They, they, yeah. They're saying that they can't give... Um, they can't give a reasonable, a assurance. reasonable assurance that, you know, that the statements are fair mm-hmm. um, and accurate. Mm. So... Unqualified opinion is funny to the layman because it's saying that, oh, those, those guys are giving unqualified opinions. Yeah. They're two drunk idiots. I do like that. But to the Accountant insider, it's also they're funny. also looking at that going, ha. unqualified opinion. And it's a real slow burner. Yeah, it's like a, slow, a burner. slow burn. It's a slow burn. I do like a slow burn. Yeah, so to half of the world, they're looking at us going, oh, that's funny. They're unqualified. But to the other half, they're looking at it going, genius. Mm. They're actually giving me a fair and accurate representation here. It definitely applies for a podcast where mm. there are a lot of opinions mm-hmm. being thrown around. Mm. Um, I could see it becoming fast becoming a catchphrase at the show. Mm. Absolutely. You know my unqualified opinion, Dan. <laughs> 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 so, we've got three. We need to get down to one. How okay. do we do this? I think it's unqualified opinion versus beers in the street. <laughs> Excel in so the streets. We're, so, we're ruling out life over the party. Just because it doesn't apply, people don't know what LIFO is unless mm. they're an accountant. I think the other two are funny equally across the board of our audiences. Although I do kind of want to make a shirt that says LIFO the party for ZeroCon. Yeah. So, maybe we could make that shirt too. Yeah, maybe. We do have a lot of budget on this show. <laughs> yeah, we have. But one thing we don't have a lot of, Dan, a lot is of time left in this episode. All right. So, how do we... So, we, I think we, what we've come down to is it's either going to be unqualified opinion or beers in the streets. Are we going to flip a coin? Are we going to play Scissors, Paper, Rock? Scissors, Paper, Rock. What about, I've got this shiny gold zero partner badge yep. in my hands. Yep. And I could hold it in one hand, a hand behind my back. Yep. And then if you get it right, mm-hmm. you can either choose mm. or we, we say if you get it right, it's one. If you get it wrong, it's the other. Or we can just put on our big boy pants and choose one choose right, right now. <laughs> At the same, like, uh, there's, there's, a, there's a half of me that's like, I want the Cosmos in the Streets one because that's kind of funny and, and party It is. But on the other side, I'm like, it is kind of, I don't know if I'd, if we could have that on our shirts walking around. Mm. I mean, we could always just put on a jacket when we're doing interviews, mm. like a jean jacket or something, denim yeah. jacket. Or the other option is the unqualified opinion is funny and relates. It does. So, I, I'm, I'm torn. 
How do you feel? We're going the coin. All right. So you need to pick. So the 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 badge represents which one? The badge represents unqualified opinion. All right. And I've got to choose right or left. Yeah. That's right. And you've got them in one of your hands. Uh-huh. All right, people. I'm nervous. At the end of this, I'm going to choose... Thank you for everyone who uh, entered this competition today. <laughs> we really appreciate our listenership. And listened all the way through to this point. All right. Right. It's unqualified of you! Unqualified opinion. It's it's funny. And we're celebrating. <laughs> this thing all right alicia That's pierce won. you've won congratulations you've won yourself a shirt you've won yourself a shirt um we're tell gonna us, send you a private message tell us where say, you live tell us where you live tell just us put it on the just put it on the facebook post it's fine <laughs> we'll message you and uh get in contact if you want to be on the podcast we'll give you a call next week Absolutely. Or, or after you get your shirt um hashtag we need to get them made and um <laughs> <laughs> and and get them over to you. So you can wear it around. I'm assuming you're going to wear it to work. You're going to wear it um, mm. out to the shops. You're Absolutely. going to tell everyone about it. Mm. Um, see, the thing is that you've won this shirt and agreed to wear to it, but you don't know what else is going to be on this shirt. Uh. <laughs> All you know is that that slogan's on the back. Exactly right. I can't wait to wear mine. Though, it could yeah. be a fluoro pink shirt or a fluoro I green could. shirt. It doesn't have to be black. Like doesn't have to be black. For some reason, I was picturing black. But no. I was too. could be a collared shirt. Oh, that would be good. One of classic Tim's party shirts. <sighs> <laughs> Who knows? Uh, Who knows? It either could be way, on the back of a Dwight like T-shirt. <laughs> exactly. Uh, either way, it's going to have unqualified opinion on the back. Mm-hmm. And uh, congratulations, we're happy. Perfect. Thank you for participating, everyone who entered the competition. This is not to say we won't put any or all of your slogans on, on other shirts at a point in time. Yeah, and if we do, we'll give you a shirt. No, we reserve the right to use anything that you put on our page without giving you anything. <laughs> Just putting that in there. Uh, but as Tim said, this is our first merch. There'll be more. Yeah. There'll be more Too Drunk Swag. Could be worth a lot one day. Yeah, there'll be one that says, I got in at Drunk Coin when it was point one. Great. So well, that's th- probably a good time to uh, wrap this. Yep. All right. If uh, you've got any questions, send us an email, twodrunkpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, find us on Facebook, Two Drunk Accountants, on Twitter, at Two Drunk Podcast, and where we're going, Gangbusters, on Instagram. We'd oh, really appreciate some Instagram yeah. followers because we're having a lot of fun posting some pictures up. Yeah, it's been awesome. Um, so like us on there, at Two Drunk Accountants. Beautiful. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you later. later.